Welcome to Sweeping the Country one more time. I'm your host, Derek Walker. With me today, as he always is, and he's always entertaining, Mr. Jimmy Carter. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, man, I'm just sitting here thinking that, uh, you know, we did something wrong way back when. Jalen Hurt, who went to the same university that I went to, yeah, University wow. of Alabama, he just got $255 million five-year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, what are we doing in broadcasting? <laughs> That's what I want to know. $255 million. Woo, boy. Well, he does get his head beat out, you know, by That's true. big fat guys that are jumping on him. That is true. Strong guys <laughs> that could pick up buildings and all oh, that boy, stuff. You're but, in trouble now. Man, but... he is. He is something else. He's great, boy. though. I mean, honestly, he's a great quarterback. There's no question about it, right? So, yeah. There he is. You know, the guys. And, you know, then, then you've got the other quarterback that he – uh, had to compete with the time Tua. Mm-hmm. No telling what he's making down there at Miami. Jeez. Yeah, and then there's the other quarterback, Mac Jones. That were they were kind of a three part. You know, Mac was the youngest guy. Now That's he's right. yeah. playing for New England. Mm-hmm. And then we've got one. The the draft is coming up in the next couple of days. If it hasn't happened already, when you hear this uh, podcast, right? And th- that's going to be an Alabama quarterback. Yeah, isn't that going something? number one? Isn't that something? Isn't that I mean. Something? Well, I mean, they turn they they have a pedigree. You know that. I mean, they have a pedigree. There's yep. no question about it. The top players go there. That's probably why they win. You know, I mean, they, and the people hate you know Alabama. It's yeah, just, but it's a machine. It's, yeah, it's what I remember. Old Trump used to say. He said, "People hate winning. They just hate winning, and they hate winners." Isn't that weird? And, uh, but there is. It is sort of true. It's true because you, know, you got tired. You get tired of people who are. I don't. Because I come from that culture. Well, I love Alabama. That's your and team. I've loved it all my life, and we've always been with Yeah, us. that's your team. I mean, my grandfather was roll tied to till he died at ninety five. You know, mm-hmm. he and and he was from California. He came from California, and he loved Alabama because he grew up in the South. That's part of his life. But people get tired well, there of that. Are people in the South that don't like Alabama. That I is also true. That, <laughs> that is it's also a true. Big, I mean, most people in the <laughs> South don't like Alabama. It's just. Some of us in Alabama and some others. And yeah. it's, it's kind of a national team like the Cowboys. Yeah, that's way. true. That is true. I agree you know, with that. A lot that. of people do pick And we love, and we love to like hate. It, but, we love to know, hate Bart it. Starr, yeah. who was a great quarterback for Green Bay, Yeah, uh, he went to my uh, junior high element, junior high, high school, and college. Wow. And he and his dad, Ben Starr, was one of our coaches at Little League. Isn't that something, Jimmy? When Holy I was a cow. Kid, so. I started out with all these Alabama, you know, became Alabama quarterbacks. Yeah, what and then the heck? Why Tim didn't Stabler, you? Uh, went to Alabama, and he was a great Oakland quarterback. That's among right. Among other places. Number 12. Number 12, so yeah. So we've had some great, you know, Alabama quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Why didn't you Why didn't you play? Sports. Hold on a second. Why didn't you play? Oh, yeah, you're I'm, I you're was six like, four. I was you're, like six you, foot three <laughs> that's and about you. 20 pounds, <laughs> you know, for most of my life. That and then all of a sudden. It. You know, I I got filled well, with helium you somewhere along. You could have been a punter or something. I mean, come on, you could have kicked the Let ball. Let me tell you, I actually <laughs> I wanted to play so bad. Yeah. And my parents were not for this, knowing I was that skinny, but I was pretty fast. Yeah. So I did try out one in the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I think it was seventh grade. <laughs> and I was gonna be a safety. That's good. I mean I was fast and I was little. Yeah. And I stood there and Joey Tinsley Number forty-four. Oh boy, you remember fullback, running back. He hit me at full speed, and, and he knocked me ten <laughs> yards back. It was like I was. My mind well just stood out in front of a car. All right, I get it. And so I became the manager of the football team for the next <laughs> one of the two managers for the next two three years. I love it. I love uh, it. 
I enjoyed being the manager. I, I, I enjoyed that. Well, it was better getting know? hit by what's his name, Joey. No, I, that was the one time only. I, <laughs> right. I took those pads off and they never came back on. That is funny. But well, I was brave enough to get hit one time. And I yeah. can tell you, uh, that guy went off to play college and yeah. I don't think he went any further than that. <laughs> but I just can't imagine getting hit by Derrick Henry. Oh, geez. I'm just telling Are you, you getting me it, run over it's by Derrick like, Henry. I've been Walter Mitty my whole life. I really have. Walter Mitty in literature, you know, is the guy that, did everything. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And I I've kind of had that lucky thing that I've been around or done yeah. sort of most things that I ever really cared about doing. And I loved football and I did put on the pads one time and got the crap knocked out of me. So, well, you know, got to say I did it. Yeah. And then exactly. I was around football and football players <laughs> in some way or another and friends who oh, broadcast it and everything else. It's just been a recurring theme in my life and I'm not a nut about it, but I have enjoyed my time, you know, being around it. Let me, I was looking here, here that go ahead. I was going to ask you because you're such a Bama fan and I know we're going to get off this subject, but, but do you ever root for the underdog? Cause Alabama's never the underdog. I mean, they're never well, Ted people like Ted, <laughs> you, root you know, for who Ted? listens to this podcast three <laughs> weeks after we do it. Right. Um, he he hates Alabama. He hates okay, Saban. Right. So he, he hates anybody that's a winner. You know. And, well, he likes the underdog. I mean, that, there's a lot of, of course, people that like that. You know, Doug, our friend Doug. Yes. He's not for. I don't think he's from oh, Alabama. He's not he, an he's, Alabama fan. He's for West Virginia. You know, I don't have anybody in my group. I don't have any friends that are really. I mean, there's I got a couple of people that are Auburn people. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. sometimes they're for Alabama if they're playing somebody out of state or whatever. Yeah. But mostly they hate Alabama. Mostly people hate Alabama. <laughs> they hate winners. Okay. All right. They hate enough. winners. <laughs> they hate winners. They hate winning. You can't stand winning. <laughs> you can't stand people uh, who do win. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. I was looking here that uh, this just doesn't work, said a viewer, that Pan Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelo's co-hosting debut on live. I watched the end of that. Was it um, bad? Brian Seacrest show the other day, you know, his last day yeah, yeah, yeah. on there. It was, it was interesting. They're he got good to do together. a lot of fun stuff. They're good. His dress on there, this metrosexual dress that he did <laughs> on there drove me crazy. <laughs> you know, he drove, he roared, he just wore goofy clothes. But yeah, he did. I respect him. And I think he's a, I like him on the radio and he was really good on there. Yeah, he is. And yes. And it looks like it's an easy job, and it's not. Believe me, he it's makes not. it look easy. Yeah, just like he you made make it. He it made it look really easy. And her husband has done the job as a fill-in person. Yeah, I've but seen him. People generally sometimes they. I mean, Regis and his wife Joy used to do the show together some, and I like that. But I think this isn't going to work. I just don't think it's. Well, work. there's an element of her not you know, being, um, being with somebody different on the show. And when you get the partner, there's a lot of inside stuff that we don't know. Right. I mean, there's that, I don't know. I I haven't watched it. I saw them fill in. Well, it's only been on a couple of times, but I think the fill in's great because you get a little taste of the personal life, right. That they have at home, but all the time. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I was looking here at the totally changing. Well, this whole Budweiser, let's get into that. Okay. Let's do it. Why did folks? Why didn't PBR people on the far right (laughs) went crazy? I'm just never going to drink Budweiser anymore. Yeah, and they've supposedly lost six billion dollars in market value. They have, yes, stock and other things like that. You know, I don't drink beer or soft drinks or eat food 
based on anybody's political consumption. And can I also uh, I had say a Coors beer the other day? Yes. And I'm not supposed to drink. You're not supposed to drink Coors either. If you're on, I guess the far right side, because Coors did something, whatever they do. I don't care. I just, I like their beer. Okay. So and I like me... Bud Light and I'm going to drink Bud Light and I'm going to drink whatever else that's out there that I want to drink. I'm going to say this right now. I don't like Bud Light, but it has nothing to do with who they advertise to. I just don't like the beer. I do you don't like light beer. I don't like light beer, but if Miller I have light, light, no, I'll you know, I will light, drink, all that. I'll drink Coors Light, but Bud is my least favorite light beer of all. Has nothing to do with what they've done, but how much of what they did do you think was trying to put them in the conversation of every household? Well, uh, they're not that smart. Okay. okay. The marketing director was, I'd have fired her. So she's the one that got him in trouble. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the marketing director called it a fratty beer or something like that. Yeah. And it was doing nothing but losing market share. Yeah. I mean, she just was really, I mean, shut up. Yeah, I, I agree I mean, with you on that. I, I do think the argument of we are an all inclusive beer. Whoever thought they weren't? I mean, can't anybody drink a beer? Why do you don't have to go there? Right. Don't go there. You <laughs> right. know? Right, right, and, right. And, and shouldn't be. I'm so tired of and this is what's really half what's the problem in our country a lot. Yeah. Is we're so fragmented. We have such a fragmented society. Agree. You know, we've got races fragmented. We've got geographical location that's fragmented. That's right. We've got the amount of money somebody makes and or doesn't make we're fragmented along those level yeah. on sexual consumption we're fragmented uh we're fragmented in so many different ways and those are people our enemies have done that to us yeah they want us to be fragmented that's oh, part sure. of the plan sure i yeah. mean if you read enough about this and study enough about it you know that's their game book sure you're weaker is to turn us against each other that's right they couldn't have been happy during the civil rights era when people were burning stuff down and the Klan was marching all over the place and we were just at each other's throat. Right. They love that because they want us to be destroyed from within. And yeah. they're doing a good job of making us all divided. The Republican Democratic thing, I'm sick of both of them. I but I don't agree. want to go to some nutty independent party that has no chance of doing anything. Right. So you've got to work within the system, whichever side of that fence is you're on. And I thought it was dumb, you know, but I'm telling you, you can't have this conversation with my even closest friends. Uh, we've had some trouble lately talking about it because I'm just not a right wing follower of Fox. And I'm certainly not a left wing uh, follower of CNN and most of the stars that are on MSNBC. I don't like polar. I want news. Yeah, I agree. I used to, I, I if I wanted commentary back at one time, I didn't mind listening to uh, to several people. Larry yeah. King was pretty liberal. Yeah, really. actually, he was. He and really was. Time, yeah. yeah, most of the time, I could put up with it. I loved Bill O'Reilly. You know that he I got off too. into personal things that were problems. I enjoyed Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, I because did too. I thought he was funny and I thought he was very talented. He was a great, great communicator. Uh, and I liked it that he put some humor in some of these issues. Um, you know, yeah, I can see how some people didn't like that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, the feminazis that he would call them and all that. Oh, that's I right, know yeah. that's polarizing. And maybe that was the beginning of all this stuff Boy. that we have now. I don't know. But the whole beer thing and 
whether you eat lace potato chips or whatever it is, you know, if you do this, you're not a good Republican, please. Well, I just wish we would somehow figure out. And then we did these goofballs uh, that some, I won't even give the state this from, but you know where they are. They have proposed wealth-based utility bills. Have you heard this? Mm, yes, I have. And I think it's If you make so much money, nuts. if you make so little money, you get this utility bill. If you make this money, it's a tiered system like the tax system right, yeah, right. with utility bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, I just, I look at some of these utilities, one of those things that bothers me because it's a monopoly generally, right? You have yep. no choice. I can't call your power company where you live and get power at my house, right? I you have... can actually in Texas. It's a oh, weird deal, oh, but I don't know that it's worked completely. Yeah, how they've how they divided it all up. I don't know that it's worked. They had some problems with that whole issue, but this is way too. This is socialism to the nth degree. I, I will give you a that. little bit of social. This country, a little bit of socialism is okay. We do it, you know, in a lot of things. But to go off where you're gonna start doing a means test for your utility bills and that's socialism. Well, there's a, there's a city, and I can't remember uh, where it is, that is trying a pilot program right now where they're going to pay, I think it's 1000 a month, just a flat fee to every resident. You don't have right. to work. Yeah. You don't have to work. You just get this money, right, which is coming off the tax money, right? That's socialism. That That is getting paid to do nothing with whose money. Well, that's one of the problems with people, you know, San Francisco. Yeah. Everybody looks at that as just a disaster. I think. Yeah, totally. I hope they do because it's a disaster. Yeah, it is. But they were saying down there for the. I I love San Francisco as a tourist. Oh, it's beautiful. I, it's, it's it was always my favorite city to visit, actually, mm -hmm. and a more a, above any of them. Uh, there wasn't as much to do as New York or anything, but I just physically love to look at the city. That's interesting. I love I love to look at the Coit Tower. I like to look at Alcatraz out in the bay. That was cool. I love. Golden, the Gate, Golden Bridge. Gate Bridge. Mm -hmm. I loved Fisherman's Wharf. Oh, yeah. I love the crookedest street in the world. Lombard, yeah. I love Knob Hill and the Fairmont Hotel. I like I could just listen cable to cars, all day to you know. I love. All that, yeah. The cable cars. I love driving my rent a car in <laughs> San Francisco because I love to kind of get a lead and jump, jump over the off hills those hills. <laughs> you know, and, and levitate a little oh, bit. And yeah. I've done that on more than one time. <laughs> I love Dirty Harry. Oh, it's great. I man. love Bullet. I like everything about San Francisco and they've ruined my town. Yeah, um, there's truth to that. One yeah. of the reasons they said, you know, down there, and I get, you can help me where this is. Channel Five is down there. KPIX. The Hyatt is down there. Mm -hmm. It's it's the it's the building that Godzilla and all the people knock over in every one of the monster movies. Jeez, the I don't fairy know. building. Oh man, it's the fairy building. Like you on know, it's down there Pier near the Thirty Nine Bridge. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you leave Fisherman's Wharf mm -hmm. and start heading toward the Bay Bridge, yeah. before you get to the Bay Bridge, you're at this area of the wharf there area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pier 39 area. Yeah. Where they used to have a lot more. I don't think they have that much going on as far as shipping yeah. is concerned. Not now, anymore, yeah. That's where this, so they're saying that all those people, are, that's where a lot of the tech businesses were mm -hmm. in these high rises. Yeah. And when they had COVID, the people stayed home. So and what so did they do? Like, Somebody had nuked the place because there was nobody down there. Man. So it starved all these businesses out. Yeah. They had no customers. Right. So that, so what happened there is the homeless or whatever they oh, call man. them now, the people without homes or whatever, mm -hmm. that's where the drug people and the homeless all started coming in because they just took up those areas. And now the people are not coming back to work. So therefore you're not 
the homeless are not have anywhere else to go. Right. So they're staying there and they're pooping in the street. Ugh. And they're and they're taking and the fentanyl overdoses are all it's it's like it's like some really bad Kurt Russell movie like Escape from San Francisco. I was just thinking Escape from New York. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's what it's like now yeah. because the people are not going back to work and you can't get them going back to work. And some of that was all this money, the free money that the government was giving out yeah. for a while. And that happened in other areas besides San Francisco. But you can't get the people back to work. So the buildings are standing empty. The shops can't open up because there's no customers. Yeah, right. And so you're in a hell of a mess because people refuse to go back to work. And to me, just the concept of that is so crazy. Yes. How can you work for somebody and refuse to go to work, you know, where I they want you to go? Now, I understand the yeah. cost of going to work in downtown San Francisco, yeah, ain't cheap. but you knew that before you went to work there. Right, but you got a taste of the good life, Jimmy. So you don't you got a taste of the good life. You got the check where you don't have to put gas money out anymore. You don't have to Oh yeah, or you didn't have to wear clothes. That's right. You could go naked from the waist down. You don't have to dress down. up anymore. So you cut your cost of doing business by 30%. Nobody's doing their hair more. anymore. You don't have to do any of that. Right. It, yeah. So you don't have to. So oh, boy. we've just got ourselves that COVID has continuing effect. And then California uh, you know, I don't know where they're getting all this money to do all these tricks. I don't either. You know, with with the budget, and they, I don't know. It's just, I don't that's either. a whole other world. But people from this side of the Mississippi do not understand no. what's going on out there in California. I just don't, well, I'll tell I don't you, get it at all. I'll tell you what's going on, at least to a certain extent. People, some of the people there, and I don't know how the money is going to continue to flow there because people are leaving California. They're getting out of it. That's what they say. They're getting out. I meet people every day that I talk to, and I say, well, where are you from? And they say, hey, I'm from California. It just so happens to be in the state of Idaho at this point uh, where where I am. But, I mean, it happened when I was near Washington. People are leaving. So how are they going to— they were going to Texas. Now, this is the problem with that, is that they're moving back to New York, and they're moving— some of the people are moving—they went to Florida, are moving back to New York— some of the people that moved to Texas mm-hmm. are moving back to California because they can't stand the culture mm, in boy. Florida or Texas well, because the politics are extremely on the right-hand side of the page in both of those states. Even, you know, even I don't think they have income tax in Florida. I'm pretty sure they don't. I don't know about but that, yeah. I know they don't have it in Tennessee, and I know they don't have it in Texas, but you know, they're getting there, and they don't, they're not liking the culture, so they're moving back. You know, because really, if if I had a zillion dollars and it didn't matter to me, where would you live? I would certainly have a home in Southern California somewhere. Man, I would plant you know, one be down in Newport Beach oh, or La Jolla. Or like I would that. I would have a place in La Jolla somewhere man. down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's just the sunsets are beautiful. We're having the some weather's of those days great. The weather right now, the no humidity. Yeah. I think they had a foggy day today in L.A., but yeah, you know it's rare. But the smell of jasmine at times. Yeah, sure. And the L.A. area is just great, you know. And the culture there can be great, but the problems have overcome the city, yeah. just like it has, or the area, just like it has in San Francisco. I would agree. I don't know how in the world anybody lives in San Francisco. I, really I would agree. And I would, I would also say this, that the places where the folks are migrating to, right, I think they would accept everybody with open arms if you don't bring your trouble with you. And they do. And some and do. Have. And some do. And they have brought it to places like Nashville mm-hmm. and to Austin. They brought their Berkeley. They brought their 
you know, yeah, yeah, to idea, a extent, way yeah. of doing things. Right. But here's something that's going on right now in Southern California. Now, Compton, Ooh. I think that's where Kevin Costner was raised, but it's was a far really? different place now than it was, you know, it's the hood. It can be a rough area. It's, yeah. It can be a rough area. And this is a story about, it says a mob of about a hundred people ransacked an Arco mini Mart in Compton. Police say they couldn't intervene because they were outnumbered. They stole thousands of dollars worth of goods before fleeing. Wow. They did an illegal street takeover. And then when they decided to go in there and just steal the Arco store completely blind, there's nothing that the cops could do about what, what it. can they do i mean honestly oh, what... in the old west you'd have, you'd have done something yeah i'm waiting in for the that old west you'd have done it and i don't you know we're just a softer people now i'm they stole thousands of dollars worth of alcohol snacks and condoms don't you think i mean i condoms so they had some other things on their Interesting mind Interesting combinations so. uh but yeah i think it's kind of interesting to think about that for a second because you said in the old west right the wood there was a time when those people probably would have got shot or beat or whatever, um, there wouldn't. They got, yeah, they would have been afraid to do that kind of thing. Now they know they can get away with it. So right, and that's the problem. But you know, part they know of they that, can get away with it. Even even our, you know, and and whether that changes, you know, via you know the people just taking back their cities or whatever, whether that changes or not, but our cops, our law enforcement are kind of hog tied too. They can't even do any. I mean, what do oh, they do? Oh, absolutely, they're hogtied. Yeah, no one who's got, who's got their back. No, you look at these Southern I mean, California chases. Right. I don't care what they're chasing them for. Yeah. They go on for hours. Yeah. You know, sometimes, and and they and there's no telling how many hundreds, if not thousands, of people's lives they risk hmm. in those chases. Where people say we don't need to be chasing anybody. All right. So I shoot a cop. I'm going to let I'm you go. Run. You're not going to chase me because it's too dangerous to, uh, to chase me. Right. Well, that's just screwed up. It's ludicrous. You know? I mean, it's really, ludicrous. yeah, I agree. It's ludicrous. Now this is another, this on the other side of the page in mm -hmm. the country is Ron DeSantis. Ah, he says death. He says death is the only appropriate punishment for predators who rape six and seven year old kids. And he's pushing a bill that makes child sex rapes capital offenses. Well, the U.S. Supreme Court, I think, took rape out of the capital crimes category back in the 50s or early 60s. Okay. If you uh, raped, uh, let's just say you raped 10 women, mm -hmm. that in Alabama, they would put you to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's just simple as that. But... I don't know if they can get that. I mean, personally, if someone has been raping six and seven year old kids, yeah, and, and that's a you know again, it's like the it's like anything else. If it's a sure thing that they did it, yeah, you know, there's no doubt, and you know, there's the hundred percent chance that they did it. Then I think you do it, but we don't know how to use capital punishment anymore. You know, it takes people are getting punished capital punishment twenty years. After they're convicted, yeah, it's wrong. That should it's be illegal. Screwed up. I it's, mean, yeah, I that's un, that's screwed up. It is. Our whole up. system is just a mess. You know, yeah. I mean, people that you know that, that do a lot of different kind of things deserve, you know, the death penalty. For some reason, in for some reason in this country, we we can't seem to get past. I mean, I always use the litmus test: is what's the contribution to society, right? 
I mean, I look at somebody like that you just described, and I thought, what is what is the purpose of being there? What is that? And well, and we you, don't want to be a Middle Eastern company country no, no, that like chops get, off no, the hands of people that steal or whatever. Yeah, but Jimmy, sitting you know, on death row, think, I, you know, they kill people for doing bad stuff too. That's true. You know, but I mean, sitting not on just murder. You sit on death row for twenty years. What's the point of having a death row? And look you, how much that costs for us to pay you to sit on death row. Oh, I'm sure it's mil- millions years. of dollars. Millions. I mean, it's it's a lot of money. Yeah. And these people don't deserve that. I mean. I would agree I with that. We, we just become, we, you know, we're going to do what we're going to do. And we've just become very soft. Yeah, I would uh, agree. I would I, agree. And I don't know that we need to, I, that just sounds fine with me. You know, if I don't think people that rape children should get anything less than that. I don't know what or the argument back over to their family. I don't know, you know what the I mean, argument Lord. would be to, to against that. I really don't. There's what, an what, argument people in general, they don't care what the person did. Yeah. Well, you know what the person did and how they did it, and whether they admitted to doing it and everything else, they just are against the death penalty. Yes. Sometimes it's wrong. That's why I'm saying yeah, they shouldn't get it unless it's, unless the, you know, just it, there's no question that they did. Right. It. I mean, there are so, mistakes. We no, know that. I mean, because yeah. they're, you know, and I don't care about DNA or anything else. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a whole zillion eyewitnesses. Right. DNAs and it's just stacked up this high that this is your thing. But again, that's just small potatoes compared to just letting people uh, shoplift anywhere they want to. Yeah. It's uh, out of control. Just commit mayhem wherever they want to take over streets when they want to. Uh, just commit, you know, make everybody scared to leave their homes. It, that That's part of it. And then I look at, you know, the whole thing with AI right now, artificial intelligence. Oh. You know, that is take, that's going to be another show topic. We're going to have to get you into know, that. That was a great, that was a great uh, piece. If people didn't, I don't know if some people like 60 Minutes, some people don't. Yeah. But that was a great piece to open the can of worms of artificial oh, intelligence. My look it up at cbsnews.com. Yes. There's several stories on the AI, and they didn't even get into, most importantly, maybe, the military aspect. Yes, indeed. How it's going to be used by the bad guys and the good good guys uh, for that. Yes, Mm -hmm. it's going to be unbelievable for 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 people who want to play chess with a computer or other things. But but the military aspect is scary. We're already, you know. They may be working on robots that play soccer, but we're working on robots uh, that we that can, can drop off a hill, right? Yeah, that are they're mules, right? Maybe there's a robot mule that can carry all kinds of stuff, yeah, like in a mountainous area. Yeah, troops. We've got so many drone naval things now; they're scared to talk about them. But yeah, we've got a lot of drone navy stuff. That's why we're not having to build so many ships. We don't need them. Yeah, we got the drone stuff underwater. So there's some things that are going on that are better than the general public knows about. Mm-hmm, indeed. And then there's some things that are worse. That you know, This Chinese balloon thing, to me, is still confusing. It's getting deeper every day. It's getting deeper every it day. It does seem to be getting deeper. But we had to. We we seem to have known it was there. Yeah. Uh, CIA or something. I don't, that story is confusing to me. Indeed. But there's just a lot of stuff that's confusing to me, mm-hmm. you know, really. Politics, though. God, I wish this country was less political. I I agree, you know, and I, I just I hate it that everybody that we're all so just we can't agree on the color blue. No, we can't. I mean, it's just I think it's green. It's just sad. It's just terribly sad. 
And I'll leave you with this other thing. All right, go. There have been a couple of mass murders even since we've talked. Yeah, just mass horrible. Killing. Just horrible. And and I've said it once, I'll say it again if you're a parent. And I'm a father of girls. I know nothing about raising boys. Mm -hmm. But I know if I was raising boys for as long as I could, I don't think I'd let them have games that involve shooting hmm. people. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know the names of those games, but you know, to a person that might be a, a screw a little loose and all of that, there's there's these some of these people that are doing these crimes, mm -hmm. you know, they're not military people. Right. How do they know these tactics? The only way they could know them is playing video game simulations. Yeah, I mean, you have an online library that we never had either as kids. I mean, at the flick of a switch. We played soldier, but we didn't really know about we going didn't. to the we had sticks. to shoot down right. on people. And <laughs> we had sticks, like Jimmy. That. We had sticks, yeah. and we used those that looked like guns. But, but you know, I, I mean, there's a wealth of information. You you type in, you know, how to assemble an AR-15 online, it'll show you. Yeah. It just takes two seconds, you know. But learning those tactics and desensitizing yeah. someone Ooh. to murder. That's something Is right what there. you're doing, and that's... Uh, and that's scary for our future when we're into these drones and things, when we can just, it's a video game Boy. when you're killing real people. Wow. You know, wow. hundreds of thousands at a time. And you're not we, wrong. This, this computer stuff and AI stuff, I'm sure for medicine and for a lot of great things, it will be good. It's going to replace people's jobs like accountants. Yeah. I wouldn't be going into accounting if I were you in school. Right. Uh, and right. several other jobs like that. Because yeah. these AI machines are going to go, zut, 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 and it's going to be done. There's it's a, like TurboTax. Yeah. You know, it's, What's the before point? Before they invented that, yeah. you had to do a lot of plotting and stuff. And it goes, zut, 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 and it's done. If you've never. And that's going to happen. But this yeah. military thing, people better keep an eye on on just the whole, uh, number one, having your child just going around. There's a There's a case to be made. Let them do that so they'll be so good at it. If they want to go in the military or whatever, they'll have a head start. Well, okay. There's truth there, too. You know, there's two ways to look at every story, but you really do need to know all the color palettes before you decide on the color. Yeah, I agree, Jimmy. Well said. Another episode of Sweeping the Country. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Tell a friend and join us next week right here on Sweeping the Country. Till then, I'm Derek Walker. He is. I'm Jimmy Carter. Good, Good day. day.